Good evening and welcome to Sportlytics, where sports and politics mix and mingle. I'm Stacey Johnson. Joining me tonight is Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and my cousin Todd. President Biden authorizes the shooting down of a China spy balloon traveling over the continental United States. And today, the State Department held briefings in Washington and Beijing with foreign diplomats from 40 nations about the Chinese spy balloon that entered U.S. airspace in late January. IndyCar's Connor Daly is gunning to qualify for Daytona 500 with Mayweather's team. Stephen will talk about that. Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan visited Southern Turkey to see firsthand the destruction wrought by a massive earthquake as anger grew among local people over what they said was a slow governmental response to the rescue and relief effort. LeBron James breaks Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's NBA scoring record. We'll talk about that too. Britain announced an immediate surge of military deliveries to Ukraine to help it fend off an intensifying Russian offensive and pledged to train its pilots as Ukrainian President Zelensky arrived in London on a rare visit abroad. Roger Goodell from the NFL, the NFL commissioner, just in case you don't know, calls for more progress in hiring minority head coaches. I just want to know where's Colin Kaepernick when you need him. Finish the job. President Biden said, let's finish the job last night during his State of the Union address. And the NBA trade deadline is tomorrow at 3 p.m., even though Kyrie Irving beat it by begging to be traded days ago. Florida weighs in on mandating, get this, menstrual cycle details for female athletes. And it's Black History Month. That and more, if we can fit it in. First up, Stephen, what was going on with that Mayweather team? Is that Floyd Mayweather, the boxer? Is that his team? Yeah, that's Floyd Mayweather, the boxer. One of the best boxers to ever box. I don't particularly care for his style, but that's just a personal aside. But you can't deny he's 50 and zero. I mean, he's a great boxer. And another thing is his style kept him uh, really healthy. So I can't say I don't like it. It's just it's different from what I really I like just people going in there and putting their head first and, and just just taking everything and giving everything. But he doesn't. He's he's fades back and fades back and a little bit more like Ali. Uh, but he's he's great. He really is great. And he has a, he has a team now. Uh, it's called the Money Team because he's Money Mayweather, as most people know. And he's got a, a guy, kind of a young guy, thirty one years old. He's got a he's got a lot of uh, driving in front of him, at least maybe ten years. And he he drove for him last year at Charlotte, and uh, in in the fall race, and came in thirty uh, fourth out of about maybe thirty eight. But that's not bad for a, a team that's, that's fledgling and they're just getting everything going and they're trying to work something out with him. 
And he's not going to do uh, the entire year. He's going to try to qualify for Daytona and six other races this year. And it's a good start. And it's uh, and Mayweather has a lot of money, but he's going to understand that it takes a whole lot of money to get this going. And he's and I think they're going to do really well. I think his his group that he has with him and himself and his team is going to do well. And this kid, uh, Connor Daly, his father used to race in India as well, and he's well known and he did really really well too. And I want I don't know if he has a part of the team or not. But uh, it, it should be interesting, and uh, I, I'm pulling for him to get in. And he's a uh, seems to be a really decent guy. Uh, you know, went to Christian uh, schools. He seems like a, a good guy. He is. He does have health issues. He has diabetes that he's you know trying to get under control. But he but he's turned to being a, a vegan and gave up meat. And I don't know how much that has to do with diabetes giving up meat. I'm not a doctor. I'd probably give up a lot of sugar. But whatever he's going to do and things he's going to try to do and to, to help him uh, get his diabetes under control is good for me. I don't know. Whatever works. I, everybody tries different things and see if it works for them. So um, I'm excited about it, and I'm glad NASCAR is getting ready to start and will be here before you know it. You know, by the way, they claim that uh, in diabetes is not necessarily sugar that mm. causes it. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's a complicated thing. So can you talk real quick about NASCAR, the Clash race? Um, uh, he, I'm trying to show you that screen, but they've got this other screen that I like to get off of my screen. It won't leave. Um, I'll try to share it anyway. Okay, can you see it? They said... Justin Haley, there's nothing that for me to get rid of the screen though. Um, I want to get rid of that little screen in the bottom, but it won't let me. I don't want tap for audio. I want out. I want it out, 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 out. Oh, so the, if, you yeah. look at that, the Clash Heat Race starting lineups. Um, heat one was four drivers who did not make last year's Clash, Alex Bowman, Eric Almirola, Chris Boucher, and Ty Dillon. And then Heat 2, they're talking about these races that were lineups in Los Angeles. It will start on their poll for the Heat races this past Sunday they did it. How did that go? It was, it's like a Keith asked, why is it on such a really, such a small track? It's just to bring people in, to bring in new people, new eyes, and to show them a little bit of what NASCAR is. Like, that's the smallest track they'll ever race on. It's it's bizarre. Like you, it's it's hard for all these cars to get around together because the track is so little, and they did. It's just a it's just a ring. It's almost like a ring light that you have in front of you. That's how big the track is. But it's fun. It's it's something to bring people in. And they had uh, uh, like uh, a different uh, band come in, uh, like hip hop or whatever or something. I can't remember the name of the the group, but they they came in, tried you know trying to get a. a a plethora of people to come in and, and, and be fans, you know, as many fans as they can get, that's what they want. And that's why NASCAR does what they do. And they, they all want to always want to get more people there and more people watching. And this was part of it. This is a good way to start the year. It doesn't count for points. Doesn't count for anything. It's just for fun. All right. So let's talk all right, let's see if we can talk about NBA and LeBron James. 
He beat uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record. Yeah. Which was absolutely incredible. And he's had the um, record for almost 40 years. Yeah, so, what is, so what does that mean? If he had the record for 40 years, that means that no one else could break it for 40 years, basically, that's right? right? Yeah. yeah. That means that Kareem was a better player. What? <laughs> that means Kareem was a better player than LeBron. Sorry. But maybe Kareem, but Kareem wasn't going up against the kind of competition that LeBron right. goes up against. Right, right, right. And that's Those what people were, were saying. So it says LeBron James, you see this yahoosports.com. LeBron James stands alone. Let me see if I can make it bigger. At the top, the Los Angeles superstar passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for the NBA's all-time regular scoring record yesterday. And Abdul-Jabbar was in attendance at the crypto.com arena to defeat to witness the defeat. And it says, despite the pair's rocky relationship in recent years. What's that about? They had a rocky relationship? I didn't know they had a rocky relationship. You know anything about that, Keith or Steven? I, did, I didn't know they had a problem. Yeah, I didn't either. So it says, Abdul-Jabbar scored 38,387 career points and held the record from April 1984, eight months before LeBron James was even born. Can you believe that? Until Tuesday. Wow. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever be broken. He didn't give God the glory. But I don't know. Maybe they just, uh, I don't know. He was an arrogant sort of fellow. Yeah, whatever we think about him, you got to respect what the the player he is. He is that, he's that That's an incredible player, yeah. And I saw him say to his sons, you think I should go ahead and do it? And the son said, yeah. But I don't think the sons understood the magnitude, you know. He, he wants um, to play on the same team. He wants to play on the same team with his son. I did know. And he's 38. Yeah. So that's amazing. He said he feels he's good. And his body's good. So 38 is really not old if you take care of yourself. Right, Keith? Right. I'm 66 and I'm still training, still training. I know you are, right? Yeah. So 38 is like almost half your age. Almost. Yeah. No, he he can still do it. He can definitely still do it. So can you? I still spar with my uh, best student. He's uh, 31 years old. I spar with 31 year old. So (laughs) he's my sparring. Does he pay you? No, I pay him. Do, Do you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's a good man. I like, you know. Oh, that's grew- cool. I was going to say, if you pay him, that's why he don't lay you out. Because <laughs> you pay him to be there. <laughs> well, I appreciate so, him not paying me out. I mean, uh, but I, he says I'm pretty good for an old man. That's what he says. He calls me. <laughs> I, says, I have no doubt. I have no doubt, Keith. Yeah. So, so with Kyrie Irving, he's set to debut today with the Mavericks. So Kyrie Irvin, um, Keith or Steven, do you want to talk about how he begged to leave and he just kind of like deserted his team and he got traded to the Dallas Mavericks? Go ahead, Uh, Steve. 
Yeah, I heard he did that, but I didn't know why. Why did he not want to be on the team? Why, why did he hate his team and wanted to leave? I didn't even know that was an issue with him. Do you know, Stacey? Um, I, I know that he wasn't um, he wasn't happy, and I know his team needed him um, really to, to make it to the playoffs and further, but now that he's gone, um, that kind of leaves them in the lurch. Yeah, they're in but, trouble. I mean, was yeah. he not was he not getting enough minutes? Was he not getting his his shower wasn't hot enough? What something must have made him upset. Well, I, I think I'll let uh, when Aguna comes, I'll let him talk a little bit more about okay. that because I know he'll want to, you know, elaborate only the way he can. Right. On that part. Shower, man, I don't like my showers cold. I like them so. Um, he's now going to play tonight. For the Dallas Mavericks, mm. and uh, I'm waiting to see. I'm wondering how he's going to fit in with them. It should be a good fit, but I want to see how he's going to fit in with them in terms of being able to take or help them get to that next level. Do you know how much practice he's had with them before this game? I don't think much at all. Maybe a few days. Yes, he's just going to go out there and just do what he does. I guess. Well, he is a professional. I mean, it's yeah. not like it's me or you going out there and. Yeah, you know. but I know but you have to kind of gel with your uh, play. And there's a lot right. of plays in basketball, just like football. So how's he going to know what plays do? He's just going to have to go out there and be like an independent kind of person and just just try to do just try to mesh in the best he can, but do his own thing. I think I'm interested yeah. in just seeing it. Right. So Roger Goodell, let's move on to. Um, oh, I forgot to put up what we were talking about too. Roger Goodell said that <laughs> there ought to be more African-American coaches in the league. Why is um, that? Why? I, the question is, he's calling for a, a hiring process with more minority head coaches. So I guess just not African-American. It could be Latino, Native American, Asian, anything it wants to be. But the thing with that is, where was he when, I don't know, Colin Kaepernick was kneeling? Uh, I don't know what that means. Uh, Colin Kaepernick was kneeling, uh -huh. right? Yeah. And he yeah. was kneeling against injustices suffered to black men in the United States by the police, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. And he was talking really about injustices that blacks men suffered at the hands of the police and injustices generally, but that in particular. So my uh, point is, why didn't Roger Goodell talk about the hiring plays or practices of the NFL at that time when the owners were blocking Kaepernick from going from team to team and when President Trump was saying Kaepernick shouldn't be on a team. Where was Roger Goodell then? <laughs> you know, Roger Goodell has been trying to do things to make it more equitable for de decades or however long he's been there. He's been doing this the why whole didn't, time. Why didn't he do that with, I don't know, Colin Kaepernick? Well, why don't we get him to mandate who these owners hire? Maybe he puts the people there and says, I want you to hire this person. And he, he does that now. And Kaepernick... Is well, you Kevin know he doesn't do that. Kevin he never did that. He can't do that. 
I know he can't do it, but that's what I'm saying. How, how can you be upset with him? He can't do that. He can't just put people there and say, you have to hire this person. What's he supposed to do? What's Goodell supposed to do about it? Nothing. Well, then why and would Catherine he make a Rich comment like he did over the last few days saying that? Right. That, that's what they've been wanting. They want more diversity. They want less white guys. So they're trying to bring in anybody they can. But then sometimes maybe they just have to have the best person. And these owners that pay them millions of dollars, they kind of just want the best person. It's like the quarterback. Do you want uh, uh, do you want cousins or do you want Hurts? You want Hurts, right? I want Hurts. Well, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this. And it's Steven. not because he's black, right? It's because he's no, the best player. I want him because he's the best quarterback. Right. So why would he want the best so, coach? You know, the best coach might to, be white. When a it white comes man. to the best quarterback, we had Gardner Minshew. You know, right, when her shoulder was out. I, you know, if Gardner Minshew had it done really good. I don't care what color he was. Exactly. He exactly. If he had been as good, right? So why do you care? So why do you care that if what if the coach is not uh is, is of a different thing, can't be white or whatever? Why don't you just want the best coach? The That's man, what I want. The best coach is a white guy. Roger right Goodell. Huh? Roger Goodell said it, not me. Why don't you ask him? Right. Why? <laughs> I mean, how I'm just talking about actually? it. How many people actually see uh, the owner? I mean, who knows who owners are? Uh, right. not it's, it's just conventional wisdom that this is all racist and they don't want to hire black people or women or, uh, I don't know, Asians, whatever. It's just just like the, the world is supposed to be, the best people for the job, no matter who they are, right. what they are. It's just people. I mean, this, do we live in the United States or not? It doesn't matter. Not in the what last brain. few years. We haven't lived in the United States for a few years, Keith. Exactly. What do you mean by that? Well, what Everything I mean is that the left has done. We're not, we're not living in the United uh, States. They're our constitution. We still have people in prison from January 6th who haven't even been sentenced or anything. They're drinking brown water. They're not getting to, to be able to see their lawyers. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe you're coming up with that. Well, yeah. Coming up with political prisoners in the United no. States? Really? Yes. Where, right. where is there political prisoners on the left? Because it if it is, I don't know where they are. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Right, Stephen. I don't agree. I don't know why you're going along with him. Uh, because I'm saying is, that things have changed in the last few years in this country. They sure have, especially in the last two years. Yeah, we're worried about what color somebody is who owns a baseball, a football or, team, or a coach. We're worried about what color the coach is. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Well, that's that's what your um, Roger Goodell is worried about. Well, I'm, you know, he ain't Roger, worried about. Roger Goodell is not a. Uh, oh, you're saying he's not worried about. He's just talking and blowing smoke up everybody's. You know what? No, he's just saying what he has to say. Yeah, basically, Stacey, you're about right. He's just saying what uh, he has to say. He has no power over it. There's nothing he can do. He can say, "I want this." He can say he wants uh, his own island on another country. That doesn't mean he's going to get it. Right, 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 right. Okay. Yeah, it's so, ridiculous. Let me share my screen. Oh, I didn't do I want to share my screen. The US plans to stop buying. Hey Stacy, before you get off of sports, can I make a I ask a question? Oh my gosh. Go ahead. 
Well, I wanted to know about, you know, there was in your, uh, you sent me, uh, you know, they were talking about, uh, what's the name? Fran Tark, not Fran Tark. I keep thinking of Terry Bradshaw. Man, Tarkington. No, no. Terry, Brad Terry Bradshaw. Uh, you know, he said the NFL is tough. And he was talking about, uh, you know, concussions. And he said that he had been knocked out several, many times, which is very interesting to note. He's a tough guy. He was from the old school, like I said. So I think I was right when I talked about that. I agree with him. He talked about that. And, uh, you know, if you think about it, you know, which is which is more dangerous, the, the uh, boxer, you know, like Merriweather? I mean, how many times have, have men been knocked out with a punch? No, I don't understand what your point is. My point is people take the risk. Men take the risk because they uh, want to take the risk. And we should allow that. Let them take the risk, whether they play football or whether they get knocked out from, uh, you know, play from boxing or whatever they do. You know, they, they take a risk and that, you know, sports can be dangerous. Some sports. So, so you're saying because. Wait, you're saying. Because Terry Bradshaw said Terry Bradshaw, who's having some health problems himself from all the years that he got knocked around in the NFL because he said what? Well, he's not having brain. I don't think he's having um, concussion issues. I don't think that's what the, his health problems are. But I could I don't know. I could be wrong. But he said that um, being knocked out, he's been knocked out several times in the game. And he it was uh, says, back in the 70s. They didn't they and, didn't work. From 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 the skiing slopes in Colorado. Hey, guys, I hear Keith over here backtracking. I hear him backtracking on some Keith. Just leave it alone, man. It's a different era. We know more medical about these concussions. They they deal with it a little bit differently. So the game's a lot faster too. So stop it. Hey, Aguna, are you going to Arizona when you leave Colorado? I hope not. Uh, uh, probably not. I'm gonna stay at home. I'm superstitious, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down to Arizona. But Thank the Lord. I did want to come. I, Where's What's Cousin wrong? Todd? Where's your, where are your cousins? I want to talk, you know, I want to do a quick Super Bowl prediction before I... They're, they're not yeah. here, but can you talk about why Kyrie Irving begged to leave his team to go somewhere else? I mean, he I, clearly there were some issues at the Nets that he didn't want to, you know, he was ready to... It was like uh, almost a mutual uh, of severance, if you want to call that, right? So, yeah, he didn't he didn't want to be there anymore. So he was looking to get out of there. So good for him. I think, you know, he found a good home. I think the Mavs are already contenders. So I think that's going to help them, you know, help them make their playoff push hurt, if that's going to happen you, this year. Right? Isn't it going to hurt you again that he left? No, it's not going to hurt me. I'm, I'm, I'm a Sixers fan. So, you know, any weakening of the Nets, the Nets no longer oh, okay. are, right. you know, but the Nets like are no longer important in the East anymore. So that's that's always a good thing. But it's going to hurt It's going to hurt the right. Nets, right? What are you, it's going to hurt the Nets. I, I, yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie is good. I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. I mean, that's going to that's, that's gonna take away from me. And, it, you know, when he's on, he does have some leadership skills, too. So that's one of the things that you, you know, are y'all going to win tonight, Aguna? We'll see. I mean, I, um, 730 well, it should be going on right now, right? So yeah. we'll see. Hopefully they can beat yeah, the Celtics. The Celtics are the team to beat in the East. So. You're favored by like five points, I think. 
So well, see, well, you saw what happened. You saw what happened against. Was it Orlando? Who who came back? It was Orlando. We lost Orlando, but you saw what happened to the Knicks. That was very disappointing, by the way. Very disappointing. But you know, we'll see. Why are you skiing in February? Where am I skiing? This is Colorado. No, he said, why? He said, why? Why? Are you skiing? That's when you do it, man. I mean, this is the season. It's the season, Keith. What are you talking about? Oh, Keith is wasting my time. Uh, Aguna, I want to talk about um, Super Bowl 57. What did you want to say? Well, so I think it's going to be a good game. I know your cousin Chris and Steven were talking a lot of smack last week, but, you know, the, honestly, it could go either way, right? But I think with the Eagles' defense and the offensive line of the Chiefs, it's going to be one of those things where whoever shows up for that day is going to seize the day. Football is very, you know, it's funny, you know, because even the better team may not win that day depending on how a game flows. But if you look at the team overall, other than outside of Patrick Mahomes, Kelsey, and some of the playmakers on the Chiefs side, you know, you got a lot of playmakers on the Eagles side that, like I said, I think a lot of guys are looking to go out on top. So it's going to be interesting to see how the game plays out. But I, I think it's going to be an interesting game. The Eagles are still favored by one up until, you know, I don't know what's going – it may change. The line may change, you know. One and a half, right? It's one and a half. So that, it's almost even. It's almost even. Yeah. Um but it's going to come down to Patrick Mahomes. If if he's fully healthy, it's going to be a problem. But if he's still tender on that leg and the Eagles pass rush gets to him, it's going to be a long day for him. Yeah. But yeah. I'm looking forward to the game. I'm looking forward. I'm going to watch it at home Thank by myself Lord. in Thank solitude. The Lord. Thank the Lord yeah. he's going to watch it at home. because you I'm know, not going down yeah. to Arizona, so I'm going to be at home. And Thank I'm going to be playing at home. You know? I had to know how to place my bet, Aguna. That's why I had to ask you. I I'm mean, you're going to take KC. It's going to be uh, – I don't know, man. You may got – it's going to be tough, man. I know you worry, but I'm not. You know what? You know what? I always go with the best quarterback. You know who the best quarterback is? Hurts. Because I don't know. I, I don't know if I agree. I think Patrick – well, if, if fully healthy Patrick Mahomes is – he's been not. there, done that, he's a good quarterback. I'm not going to take that not. away from him. But Hurts, I think he's going to build his he legacy. A high ankle sprain. He's not fully healthy. He's not going to be able to get away from from that's the. That's going to be tough. They're going to body slam him. That's going to be tough. If that's the case, that's going to happen. But I mean, I I think you can't never count that guy out. You can't count no, that guy. No, out. he's the best. He's the best, but he's not the best this week. And you got a right. better defense, and they have a defense. You got better players. I don't. I'm not enamored that with Kansas City this week at all. I got you winning by three, which means I'm laying the one and a half. And I and I got you. Okay. I got you all large because I'm liking this game. I'm liking this game a lot. I think that Kansas City does not match up with you. You're playing on a neutral field, and that helps. You're not playing in Kansas City. I, I, I like it a lot. I like your coach. I know Andy Reid is, is the, the best, the best, the best. But you know what? He's getting a little bit old too. And these young guys are coming in and teaching these old guys a, a, a lesson. So I like y'all a lot. Yeah. I'd be shocked if y'all don't. So, yeah, you know, Andy Reid has a tendency to outcoach himself and not make adjustments. So it'll be interesting to see if he um if he actually makes adjustments for this call. So I mean for this game. So it's gonna be right, fun. So Aguna, do you want to start out? I want to talk about the President Biden and his State of the Union address. I do, I do. I, I, I can leave one message about that. I think, well, but I do have to run. But yeah, the State <laughs> of the Union, unfortunately, has become a clown festival. I, I wish they would have shown more decorum. I know Biden was, again, the Speaker of the House. Um, it's, his, it's his prerogative to invite the president to come and speak. So you need to make sure that people have decorum. Even if you don't agree with what he's saying, 
to yell and do all those things. That's, that's I mean, it, it's a negative reflection of our democracy. So whether or not you think he's lying, whether or not you think all this, whether you agree or disagree, you have to show some decorum in order for the U.S. to look strong. Because that, cause that circus that happened with all that, it's not a sporting event. Not, I can see if it was a football game. It's not a football game. State of the Union, you're trying to show that even – though that we have different views and opinion you're still united under the um, under the flag of america right so i thought it was very in poor taste and it's just a reflection of mccarthy and that how he doesn't have control over his caucus because I, at the end of the day nobody in his caucus respects him marjorie taylor green running around congress with a balloon and stuff like that i mean come on i mean china's been spying on us forever so why why are you trying to make theatrics out of it right so i i just think we need to grow up and i think that the folks in Congress right now need to be less focused on raising money because that's all it is. It's about raising money, not about legislating, not about passing laws that impact Americans. So I think it's very important that we get back to being adults in the room and not, you know, cowtail to this divisive messaging and politics that we're seeing right now in Congress. Hey, Aguna, let me ask this question before you go. I want to ask you, uh, Nancy Pelosi, when she ripped up the speech of President Trump, after he spoke right in front of the camera, what do you think of that? That was okay. well, see, and, then, and then this is very typical, right? So you you guys are saying your 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 point is she did something disrespectful, therefore it's okay that other people do it, right? And it's it's not. I mean, it was very subtle. She never interrupted him. She never yelled out anything. Ripping up a speech, comparing to calling someone a liar, is, I think is is completely different. I mean, if you if the camera wasn't on her, you wouldn't even know. She didn't go up in his face and rip it up in his face. She just ripped it up and walked away, subtle at the end, never interrupted, listened to everything he had to say, came to the conclusion that she didn't like it and moved on with it. Not yelling liar and doing all this other stuff and uh, dressing like Corella DeVille and all this other stuff. It's, come on. It's, it's, not, it's a false equivalent. And the fact that you would have to pivot to that shows in and of itself the problem with it. Because if you got to point out a, somebody, something from the opposition that they did wrong, therefore it justifies your negative action, that in and of itself it's not, shows the not weakness that it of your justified argument. Anything, Aguna. It didn't justify anything. It's just I didn't hear you say anything when she ripped it up and you didn't. So that's what all he's saying is. But, but, but at the end of the day, what did it hurt? What did it hurt? Did it show weakness? She is the Speaker no, of the House. I mean, again, she Again, so you're going to let people that were you're going to let you're going to let the Democrats liar. dictate the forum. The House. The fact that you're even bringing this up shows a weakness in your form. argument. Aguna, you. I mean, why would you even bring it up? Aguna, you might. Did you hit your head out there? It has nothing. It has nothing to do with me. Don't. It has nothing to do with me. It, it's the you insecurity you in your argument. Trade. Insecurity you in what you're saying. Why would you have to pivot to that? Why would you have to pivot to that? Is it that weak? Is your argument that weak? You have to pivot to that. Do you okay, make another okay. point? So uh, the other point is that okay, all you guys what Pelosi does? That the president. Let's talk no, about what the president talked about. He talked about capping insulin costs by thirty-five dollars. That makes sense. A lot of people suffer from no. diabetes. Capping insulin at thirty-five dollars would be a great thing, Stephen, for people with with diabetes. Correct. He's been, been saying that before he became. He's been saying that before he came president. It's just it's one of his things that he throws out there every now and then. Like oh, I'm gonna do something good for these people. They got diabetes. I'm gonna do something good for them. Watch me, watch me. But, and that's what he does. It's just it's just. But Stephen, you're not answering. Is it a good idea? Yes or no? Is is it a good idea to make it uh, medicines for people to, to cost less? 
What do you think, Aguna? What do you think no, I'm going to no, say? No, answer the question. Oh, no. I, worried you know, about the source. The that I answer the question. I want to pay 100 times more than I pay. That's what I want to do, but I don't understand okay, why he picked so, out like, so it's a good diabetes. idea. Why doesn't he so pick out something like a good idea? So support it. Why doesn't he Next pick topic. out something else like uh, people who can't see well or people with male part of uh, Steven, 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 you're making my argument for me because again, yeah, you okay. said it's a good idea. Let's move on. It's Let's a, move it, on. It's always a good idea, to look, but why take okay, the chips cool. diabetes? Let's move on then. Why it's a good idea. Support it. It's a good idea. Support it. Let's move on. So what about see how that works? See how that works. Make the Affordable no, Care Act subsidy support permanent. Is it a good idea to make the Affordable Care Act subsidy support permanent? So, again, it's not so. Two things: the fact that you even have to have a subsidy is a problem, right? you're not addressing, it's a symptom of a bigger problem, which is making sure that insurance is affordable for everyone. So the fact that you have to have a subsidy in order to open up healthcare for everyone is what's really at the, at the crux of this issue. So talking about the actual subsidy and supporting that, you're just going to find opposition around how much it costs versus really trying to bring down how much it costs for everyone. So again, it's, it's going to, it's going to come into that tit for tat stuff, it's a good idea, but why are you even having to subsidize it to begin with? And we're not addressing that. Aguna, turn your light on. Um, I can. I'm outside. The sun just set. I, I with that, I may. I do have to go. I do have right, to go. But you guys take care. Have fun. Have fun. You guys take care. Make sure you support the Eagles. Go birds. Go Eagles. Fly Eagle, fly. Fly Eagle, fly. fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you know, oh. having that subsidy, um, and then also President Biden said he wants Congress to finish the job by doing that and closing loopholes so that the very wealthy cannot avoid paying their taxes. Should they be doing that, Stephen? No, they shouldn't be worried about the very wealthy not paying their taxes because they are paying taxes. They don't pay income taxes because most of the very wealthy don't even work for a living like are very poor. Those people don't pay taxes. The very poor and the very rich don't pay taxes. So I don't know. I think it's just more talking points. And this is what we're going to do. We're going to go after these billionaires and trillionaires and quadrillionaires and decadaires or whatever. But they're never going to do anything because those people that he's talking about taxing are the ones that keep him in office, are the ones that are running the show. There's no way he's going to do anything to hurt the people that are doing everything that he's doing everything for this. He works for them. He, he don't work for us. He don't, he works for the, not the working class, the middle class. They don't work for us. The people in charge right now, they don't work for us. Okay. It's just, that's the, that's the, nothing's going to change. We'll get taxed more. Keith. Yes, I agree. And, and let me add to it. Every time that you go after the big corporations, you know, uh, the big corporations, what do they do? pass it down to us. They cost us more money because we end up paying the bill. We end up paying higher prices. And then they complain that, oh, the big corporations are raising prices. Well, that's because you raise the costs and regulate them. Yep. So, you know, that's the way it works. And they're going to have record profits because they're going to raise it more than they really have to just to cover themselves. They're going to make sure they make money. And we're not. They're going to make sure you know what they're doing. They keep dividing the gap between us and them keeps getting bigger. It happened 
huge during COVID. And that was the whole plan from the beginning for COVID was to make the rich more rich and us more poor. And that's what they're doing with inflation and everything else. And we ain't seen nothing yet. A lot of a lot of people that are not having an issue right now because they're they're doing making good money and blah, blah, blah. It's not going to continue like that. If this same pattern keeps going, the, the people that don't even know what it's like to be poor are going to be poor. All right. So let me share my screen that I was trying to share before Aguna came on about COVID. Um, by the way, it feels nice to be uh, not interrupted by these guys. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I so have interrupted you a couple of times. I'm sorry. So this nope. CNBC.com article says the U.S. plans to stop buying COVID shots for the public this fall. Here's what that means for you. You'll live longer. <laughs> now, the U.S. will transition the federal COVID vaccination program to the private market as soon as the fall. This means Pfizer and Moderna would sell the shots directly to healthcare providers at a higher price. See, Americans, Americans who have health insurance, Americans who have health insurance. Let me bring that down. Okay, Americans who have health insurance. Where is that? Okay, will still get their COVID shots for free. Once the vaccine program goes commercial, but the uninsured may have to pay the full price of the shots after the current federal supply runs out. The federal vaccine program will not be affected by the end of the COVID public health emergency in May. So that what that means is if you don't have insurance, right? You may have to pay for the shots full price. I don't Pete. think there, yeah. I don't think there's going to be a rush to uh, get shots. I really don't. Uh, you know, I don't think the people are not the way the propaganda, not the way it goes now. I mean, you know, call it propaganda or not, but you know, there's so many people that have died, and uh, they die early. A lot of people are dying young. I don't know whether it's because they got shots or not. I don't know. But uh, I just don't think that it's going to be selling on, you know, unless because if the government couldn't force you to get a shot, then why would you go and get a shot, you know, on your own if you thought so, you know. Well, you, the you government gotta... wasn't forcing you to go get a shot. But what was happening was, Stephen, was. that yeah, when were. there was a new was. Uh, variant out, there was a shot available to help make you protect you or have help you not them, have Steven. such a bad reaction to that variant. You're going to have to either get it through your health care insurance company or you're going to have to pay for it if you don't have insurance. Our, our government made government employees like our military get these shots. They forced them to get these shots or they kicked them out. They fired them and they, they're, they're fighting every day to get what they had back. Nobody should be taking these shots now. There's doctors that were suppressed for three years that were not quacks like Fauci and the woman I'm not going to talk about who likes tennis that because it's not her fault. She was just reading the, the, uh, the everything that was coming down her way from the people who made this Fauci and his group are the ones that they, they read their journals and everything from that they were getting their information from and they believed it. It's not her fault. She believed it. It's their fault that they're evil and they're liars. And they created all this 
to hurt us. If you get the shots, I don't care what anybody says. This is the truth. You get these shots, you're putting your own health at risk. You do not get any more shots. You stop getting shots. That's not if true. And wait a minute. 100% and true. Stacy, a million dollars is on my side. What you got? Steven, for you to say that without any proof. I got it. Any legitimate. Okay, Stacey, let me see. For years, they suppressed the it, doctors on the other know, where side. Where is it? Where the is doctors it, who are no longer suppressed are coming where out now. It, and coming out lately. And they're saying this is. All right. You keep talking over me. You're not going to keep talking over me. That's going to stop. I'm asking you a question to tell me where in the world is the proof that you're saying, give me a website, text me a website so that I can post it up here for everyone to see. Like I've got this up for everyone to see. Okay, Stephen, go ahead. Oh, I don't have a website at my fingertips at this point. That's a ridiculous question or, or a command for me. Cause of course I don't have a website. But what I am saying is, of course, if I can't help it, if you don't know what the facts are, what the truth is, I can back all of this up, Stacey. Stacey. The people, they're in court right yeah, now. I, I've they asked you to back it up. I've me, asked Stacey, you to back please. it up. You're talking over me now. Listen to me. They're in court right now. Yeah, because you've talked over me two or three times. So you're not going to talk over me two or three times, and I not talk over you two or three times. You can't do anything to me that I don't do back to you. Now, what I was saying was- Can I talk? You can talk if you bring some facts that I can post so I that am our viewers facts. can see it. I have brought facts. What I'm telling bring you is- So that I can post so the viewers can see it. Just because I have a post that the viewers can see does not mean it's not propaganda or fake because there's plenty of posts that have been on this show that are not true. It's what somebody decided what the truth was. And what they did the whole time was suppress. Twitter is in court right now for suppressing doctors that saved, could have saved lives, hundreds of thousands of lives. But your people on your side and the doctors that you believe, that your doctors, they're the ones who suppressed it. And the FBI went to Twitter and said, oh do not. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's the absolute truth. Thank you. I can't understand. this stuff that I, you're making I, up. Uh, Stephen, you're just making, I think I'm making something no, up. No it. You think I'm not telling the truth because I, I, you're I ignorant it anywhere. No, because I'm not ignorant. ignorant. I don't know what the truth is. I'm not ignorant. I'm telling I you don't the truth. see. I don't Stacey, see. You don't know what the truth is. I don't see it in writing <laughs> in legitimate writing. You don't see Jesus in front of your faith, but you know, he's the truth, Stacy. Okay, Stephen, you sound crazy. No, I don't. Stacy, what I've said to you is true. I can't help it if you're not informed. No, you sound nuts. Sorry. Do you, do you know that do you know that Twitter's go, uh, uh, under scrutiny right now? Because okay. of Elon Musk, because Elon Musk bought them and he saw what they were doing with the FBI Maybe. and how they were suppressing information. Maybe. And Google and Facebook. Do you know this, Stacy? No, I, I don't know that. That's um, your ignorance. It's not my problem. That's true, but you can't continue to spew things without I'm having not something. Spewing anything, I'm spitting without, the truth. Without having something that I can post up here for the viewers you to see. You don't have to, to have say something to post. What you're Look. saying is the truth. I can't do it anymore, Stephen. That's it. Isn't you got to be more informed, Stacy. 
Next up, you got to you you've got to have proof. Stevie, I have all the proof. Stacy, there's nothing I've told you for years that turned out to be wrong. Tell me what it was. You can't go into a court of law like this. You, you can't go into a court. You can't go into court of law by putting things up on a, 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 a thing like you did. What you're asking me to do does not hold up in law in the court of law either. Okay, so it's not proof. Have, if I put something, if I put if I put something up, it doesn't make it proof. Okay, and what you're saying doesn't make it true. I'm not saying you have to believe it or you have to think it's true, Stacy. I haven't been wrong yet. This is the truth. This is what they're doing to okay. us in the well, country. I don't want to give the viewers the wrong idea. So let's I'm not giving on. anybody the wrong idea. Just because a lot of the, the people that are viewing this show might be informed. It doesn't take that much. You don't, you don't even know the court cases that are going on right now. I keep up with all this. Okay, then just send it to me so I can post it on here when you say it. All right. That's not rocket science. I know. I shouldn't assume. So... If you look at this article, I'll start with Keith, the AP, the claim that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is requiring all female student athletes in the state to provide detailed information about their periods in order to compete in organized sports. Oh. Now, the AP says that's false. The Florida High School Athletic Association, you see, Keith? You see how you have information that's posted, everyone can see, and the AP is saying, hey, is this true or false? We're going to give you factual information. You see how that works? That's all I'm trying to tell Stephen. This is how this works. We put up factual information, and then we let people decide whatever they want to decide based on what is written in but fact. This is a factual information, Stacey. This is not is. This is not press. This isn't the Associated politics. Press put up factual information. They asked the question or they posed a claim. They said Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is requiring all female student athletes in the state to provide detailed information about their periods in order to compete in organized sports. That's the Amen. claim. Amen. That's the truth. Now they're saying what the assessment by the Associated Press is, that's false. The Florida High School Athletic Association is weighing a, the recommendation from an advisory committee, but no final decision has been made. DeSantis's education commissioner is a member of the association's board of directors and the commissioner also appoints three others, but the association is a private nonprofit organization not a state agency under the purview of the governor's office. Now, these are the facts. Right. See how this works, Keith? See how this works? Who's Stephen, who's, here's who's the fact. It says fat? social media users are suggesting... Well, look, Stacey, social media me. users are suggesting the conservative Republican governor, who has been an well, outspoken critic of transgender athletes... Yeah, we got all that. Is heard again, that. can I read it? Can I read, yeah, it? Can I read it. it? You already did read it. No, I didn't read this part. Is again using sports to stoke controversy as he weighs a run for president in 2024. They're saying that DeSantis wants female student athletes to submit 
menstrual information and a Twitter user said, this is insane. Keith, what do you say based on these facts that you read that are in black and white? Well, you know, it's really amazing that the way you, you can tell very subtly the way they wrote that. I mean, they make sure that they say he's a Republican governor. They make sure that he's they, he says he's against this or against that. They make sure that to say that he's doing this because of political reasons. They would never write this again, you know, with a uh, Democratic government governor. Uh, they probably wouldn't even mention the fact that he's Democrat. However, I will comment on what you asked me. Um, if that is true, so what? I mean, you you go to get an abortion and you got to do all kinds of. Uh, I'm sure there must be all kinds of uh, uh, regulations involved there. So I don't know what the the actual truth of what they're saying. I don't even know if they're actually being accurate because they sound to me like they are biased in the way they wrote that. And uh, I'm sure Stephen agrees with me on that. Just by the article, by the way you read that, they sound to me like they are biased against uh, DeSantis. And what does it have to do with him? If he's running for president, so what? If he, what, what does that have to do with him running for president? See, listen, look okay. at that. Look no. at his no, okay. Keith, I think, I think what, 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 what it has to do with it, but go ahead, Stephen. So what? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead, Stephen. It's not the fact that he's that he that uh, he's going to do this. So this is something he planned on doing. And that's the way they initially made it out to be like this was something he was planning is something he was going to do. But it's not when they when they look, looked a little bit deeper, it was people who were wanting him to do this, because based on the fact that that's how he is, that's how he feels about transgenderism and hurting children and all that stuff. That is something that's plausible. It's something that that he would be able to do. That's something that he would maybe do. But to, to but the thought of it itself, I think it's a doggone great idea. But I don't want to do anything. Why do you think? Why do you I, think I, it's a doggone great idea? Because I think it is because it could it would keep the men who don't have a menstrual cycle out of the women's place, which they're trying to do now to destroy the fabric of this country. Now, I'm not saying that I want uh, young girls, women, or anybody else to have to disclose this information to anybody. That's why it's absurd. Nobody would do that. I like the thought of it because it means there are women and there are men, and they should not be in the ways they are. They not, should be in the same locker rooms. They should not be uh, playing uh, uh, sports like they are at that age because it's not fair to women. I am a feminist. I want women to be treated fairly. Women have been knocked down 50 years in the last three or four years from all this woke garbage that is promoted on this show, that is loved on this show, and it hurts women. Okay. So another, another, I want to ask, wait, I, I have a I have a thing. Um, Keith, when's the last time you had sex? Wow. Oh, Stacy, you're going to ask me that. <laughs> hey. I'm going to say none of anybody's business. Oh, I, I that. okay. Now, so when I, a female, that, so okay, when a female athlete in the state of Florida and, and she's in a organized sport has a menstrual cycle, it's nobody's business. No, but here's the thing, though. You know, when you go get an abortion, I don't know what's all involved, but aren't they also divulging all kinds of uh, information? To the doctors and so forth. Um, that's Stephen. I don't know. 
Steven, I don't know. When's what? the last time you had sex? <laughs> With someone else? That's <laughs> <laughs> myself. And uh, no, I, I've already said, Stacey, I don't need to be grilled. I've already said I wouldn't ask women anything about their menstrual cycles. I think that's that's never a good idea to ever do that. But I understand exactly. the thought of it. I understand the thought of it because it's trying to keep men out of there. They no. don't have men don't I, have menstrual nobody, cycles. Wait, let me finish. It's nobody's business but the female sports, the female athlete and whoever she chooses to share that with, like her parents. Right. Yeah, we it's all agree no with we all agree with that. When no, she nobody has would bring the cycle, put, put, put that not, ring around DeSantis' neck. I let you finish. She should not have to report to we any agree. type of regulatory we're body in the state of a schedule of when she has a menstrual cycle each month. That's outrageous. It's beyond insane. <laughs> But it doesn't have smack, anything to do with DeSantis. It smacks in the face of democracy. I don't know where democracy comes in. Tell her, Stephen. <laughs> I mean, you know. He doesn't know, and neither do you, because you don't even know when the last time you had sex. No, I don't. No, I, don't. I, I know. I couldn't, Keith, because I was on mute. Oh, oh that's good. That I didn't know. Because you can't keep talking over me, interrupting me. When <laughs> no, I, not that I didn't when know, Keith. I, I was on I mute. When I was on mute, she said I didn't know. She sounded like a goon a little bit just then. <laughs> and you sounded a little bit like Keith the whole time, except when you said it was a woman's right not yeah, to report. No. And it shouldn't hurt. The, then it's the only time you sounded like you were saying. That's well, nobody time. should put nobody should put a, a albatross around DeSantis's neck because it's nothing he came up with. But that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to say this is what he wants to do, and that was the whole point of what Stacy was saying. Keith is that was that it was fact check basically, and it's nothing that he came up with. It's nothing that he would ever do. He's got children. He's got a wife. I mean, he's not going to make anybody divulge their, right. their 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 period. That's ridiculous. Steven, well, when's the last time you don't know what he's going to do. When's the, I know when's what he's going to do. He's a good guy. When's the last time you and Stacy had a vaccination? Had a COVID shot? Never. When's the last time you had a COVID shot? Never. I mean, think about I it. Had a I had a vaccination in November of 2022. Well, why is, why is it that if I go to an employer, uh, they ask me that I have to divulge that information? If you want to get paid by them, if you don't want to get paid by them, you don't have to divulge the information. Why do you have to get a shot that's experimental and it does no good? And plus, the doctors are proven it does more harm than good. And more people are dying from the shots and the boosters than they are from COVID. Nobody, barely anybody died from COVID. Here we go. Guess what? You're going to get muted. You keep talking stuff with no facts. And I can't put anything up. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you the sky is blue. Is and you say I need to bring facts. I'm telling yeah. you the sky is blue. Yeah. Yeah. You have, sure books, do. You have books behind you, Stacey. Sure do. Sure I need do. I need to prove it to you that you have books behind you. Sure All you have do. to do is turn around and look. Just sure turn do. around and look. You'll see those sure books. Do. Sure do. You sure do. I'm waiting. Ooh. Come on. So Stacy, Stacy, what is the conclusion about this? Did he actually say that or what? I mean, no, no, DeSantis, they're, they're trying to hang an albatross around his neck that he never, I, never had. Okay. Thank Let you. me share the screen again. 
Well, that doesn't mean that he actually sit really. No, they twist. Do that. I think okay, they're. I'm going to share this screen again. I think they're twisting this up, Stephen. They're making it up. Yeah, yeah they, everybody says, knows the claim. Do you see that? Yet. It says claim. Yeah, it's a fake. Claim. A claim. Yeah. It's fake. Claim. Florida fake. governor is requiring all female student athletes in the state to provide detailed information about their periods in order to compete in organized sports. And yes. then underneath oh. there, underneath there, it says. AP's assessment, false. See, so that's false news. That's it's false. not the governor. But what it is, oh. is the Florida High School Athletic Association is weighing or considering the recommendation from an advisory committee, but no final decision has been made. But DeSantis, the governor, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. DeSantis, the governor, his education commissioner is a member of the association's board, right? The Florida High School Athletic Association. Board of directors and the commissioner also appoints three others, but the association is a private not nonprofit organization, not a state agency under the purview of the governor's office. Well, well. So there's a relationship there but it's not a direct relationship between the governor of Florida and this association nonprofit. Right. Correct. Very good, Stacy. Right. Oh, now that I put the facts up and you don't have any right. facts. To put up. I don't know. I don't have to have anything written down. Yeah, I, you do. Right you do. Remember you do. everything I said and then come back with the apology when you find out I'm right. You do nothing you I said has been a lie. Money. Now I take I take issue with that. Nothing I said was false tonight. Everything I said was the truth. Uh no, sorry. Excuse me. What did I say that was not true? Excuse me for a minute. I gotta go for a minute. What did I say that was not true? You don't You're have right? any facts to back anything up, is what I'm saying. That doesn't mean I'm not what I'm saying is not true. I don't have what you have right there. I don't have that right now. That doesn't mean what I'm saying is untrue. Okay, so let's go on to, I, I don't think what you're saying is true, to the education additionally. Based on, in, based on what, Stacey, your opinion Florida. or any facts that you have to correlate against me? I, I'm showing you all the facts. I'm showing you all the facts on with the articles. National Public Radio, Article. NPR, January 27th, 2023. Critics say Florida aims to rewrite history by rejecting African-American studies. Florida's Department of Education, see that? Uh -huh. Under the leadership of Republican Governor Ron DeSantis. God bless him. <laughs> rejected an advanced placement course on African-American studies. Okay. See how we lay the facts out? See how you see the facts in black and well, white? What is, what, what, is involved, what is involved with the studies? Because I don't see any facts. Let, let, What's I'm just showing you how studies? we lay the facts out. That's what? All. No, I'm where? what is involved you. in the studies? You're not showing me any facts. You're showing me an overview. You're not the showing decision, me anything. Let You're me not showing me anything. The decision is leading to a wave of backlash across the country from other state lawmakers to labor unions and even 
a potential lawsuit. Come on, bring it. One governor should not have the power to dictate the facts of U.S. history, says Governor J.B. Pritzker from <laughs> Illinois. So, Stacey, I don't know, but I, I contend that they're changing the real facts to, to base their narrative off of. I don't no, think they're telling says, the truth. Stacey, this has been, this has been, Wait a minute. Florida, we have look, read this, read this, we read this, to, read this. Hey, can you read? I read just want to read. Can you read? read, read I'm going to shut my eyes. Can you read, Keith? Yes. Florida Department okay. of Education under the leadership. Read that, of Keith. What does that say? Uh, Florida Department of Education under the leadership of a Republican governor, Ron DeSantis, rejected an uh, advanced placement course on African American studies. The decision is leading to a wave of backlash across the uh, country. But here, if you can. Uh, Tap into that uh, African-American studies. What is it? What are those studies? What is it? That's involved? what I'm asking her, Keith. She doesn't know. She doesn't have right. it written down. So here she can't. Right here. I just clicked right. on it. So oh, it. critical race theory. Uh, That's yeah. not African studies. It's fake. It's false. So Florida says AP class teaches. No, they're saying this course teaches it. Right. And they're saying. That's what see, I, I'm, I'm agreeing just, with you. That's what they. That's just, what they're saying. You just proved that you can't read. <laughs> Florida Florida says AP class teaches critical race theory. Yes. Yeah, here's what, here's, here's what's what really I haven't, read, I haven't read that last line. Okay, but okay, that's fine. But okay, so let's keep there's, going. There's no reason done. you would do it January unless you have a reason. 2023. Let's keep okay. going. Let's keep going. You would only do it for a reason. So it says Florida's Department of Education has rejected an advanced placement course covering African American studies, saying the class indoctrinates students to a political agenda. Okay. Yes. Last submitted, the course is a vehicle for a political agenda and leaves large, ambiguous gaps that can be filled with additional ideological material, which we will not allow, which is uh, Reverend, I mean, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis's press secretary. That's what they're, right. that's what the, that's what DeSantis is saying. Yeah, let they're worried about PRK. Let me, let me keep going on with the facts. But scholars who were involved in creating the curriculum say that's far from the truth. There's nothing ideological about the course, except we value the experiences of African people in the United States. The course is the latest addition to the AP program, which helps high school students earn college credit. Um, so, Keith, let's go to you. Since you yeah. want to talk about Black History Month, let's talk about how this does not help Black History Month. Well, sure. you know, the, uh, the thing is, uh, they have to evaluate and once again assess all of the curriculum. So no, I don't think no, no, that's not what it said. It said it did assess it. See, it said as submitted, oh. read mm -hmm. that, as submitted, the course is a vehicle for a political agenda. Okay. It was, well, it was submitted. It was evaluated. Okay. Well, but we Governor don't. Governor DeSantis's office doesn't want it to be taught. Okay. Well, right. I don't know exactly. I don't know. I haven't looked at it, so I don't right. know what it what it is that they, they have looked at it. Oh uh, yeah, I know. But all I know is he said uh, critical race theory and. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not what it said. You can't say, Keith, they won't say critical race theory anymore. They changed the wording now on everything else they do. 
That's what this little that's what this little piece of fact that Stacy brought is. They're trying to cover their ass. And yeah. we know it because we know it because we're not stupid. This is what they do. This is what they've been doing. And we have a pattern of them doing this because we're not stupid, are we, Keith? You're it doesn't right. matter how much they tell us we're stupid or we can't read or we suck our thumbs or we eat our boogers. We're smart. So they need to stop. They need to stop <laughs> underestimating <laughs> us. Okay. All right, Keith. Oh, boy. I so, wish that was hilarious. So, Keith, <laughs> what did you want to say about Black History Month? Well, you know, just that uh, there was a woman, uh, you know, this has nothing to do with uh, what we were talking about. So it really is just a, um, you know, it's just an acknowledgement of the fact that in the 1800s, you know, there were blacks. The main thing I wanted to get out of this was there was a woman. Uh, I can't, uh, I don't have it in front of me because I'm not looking directly at it. But this woman, or let's just say that blacks in the days when racism was a fact, when racism was blatant, when racism was out in the open. And the, there were blacks who succeeded, who uh, helped to mold America the way it is. And I think that we should acknowledge that more. But the left, the progressives, they're so busy talking about racism, a false dichotomy of racism today. It wasn't, it's nothing today like it was back then. And yet they claim that they are victims today. And so it's very hard. I don't know what you're talking about. Keith, huh? I mean, uh, Steve, I'm, I get you too mixed up. I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about, Keith. Okay. Well, let me go to the article. All right. The article, the article itself is very unique. Let's see if I can pull it up here. Because I can't put it on the screen, Stacey. That's the whole thing. But her name... The name of this person. Tell me the name of the article. Maybe I can look it up and put it on the screen. All right. The article, the name of the per article is Stagecoach, as in Stagecoach, Stagecoach Mary Fields. You can Google that. Stagecoach Mary Fields. Okay. Okay. Mary Fields, standing six feet tall and powerful. Many bandits uh, learned to clear, stay clear of Mary, uh, Stagecoach Mary. And the reason I wanted to highlight this is because she carried a gun. She carried a, ri a rifle and a uh, pistol. And uh, she carried it everywhere, you know, while she was doing um, a job in riding stagecoaches. And she was a guard. She, she, she dealt with security. And uh, that was while the mail was being delivered early at that time. And she learned to stay. They learned to stay clear of her. And uh, she was in the old Wild West. And Stagecoach Fields carried a gun, smoked, drank, and uh, had a wicked temper. Mary was the first African-American woman, the first black woman to carry mail on a star route for the United okay. States Post Office. Okay. I think that, that's pretty awesome. And it, it shows, okay. a, shows a picture of her. And so we never get that kind of information uh, out to the people today. So I just wanted to bring that point across. I think it's very important that everybody know, you know, of Mary Fields. And you can look it up for yourselves if you want the details. 1832, she was born and to slavery. So she was okay. a slave, former slave in 1832, 33. Wow. That's, but, no, but, but Keith, nobody was allowed to work or do anything or make anything of themselves. They couldn't do anything. Remember? Show, I found yeah. the picture of her, but I didn't find People were still not allowed to work. 
Yeah, isn't that amazing? So yeah, people are not allowed to be uh, in Congress or run for president if they're of color. <laughs> okay, I guess well, he's, he's playing is. games, but I found the picture of Stagecoach Mary. Is that that's yeah, who that's you're right. referring to, correct? Look at that, yeah, look at that long rifle. Awesome. She looks she looks like Harriet Tubman. Yeah, she does. She does. Mary Fields, better known as Stagecoach Mary. But you she know, was, Tubman, Tubman, she carried guns too, Keith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. These are, so, these are strong women that we love, that we admire. Yes. And that right, Keith. Absolutely. Yes. They are. I wish we could be as tough as them. I don't think either one of us is tough as they were. I agree. Risking, wow. their, risking their lives the way they did. And Harriet Tubman, she did it over and over and over again. And you know, they say you're supposed to do, you go feel too good when you do good for others. You know that I don't can't say everybody I know that's in heaven, but I know she's in heaven for what she did and saved all the people that she saved. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It's like my grandmother we used to say. She used to say, "Black is the ace of spades." And she was. <laughs> that's what my grandmother used to say. My grandmother was dark. Hey, when I, was, when I was a little kid, I was in a gang and it was four of us, and I was the ace of spades. <laughs> all right, so I'm going <laughs> to switch to the. I'm going to switch to this. Let me stop sharing this. Todd would love this. Todd would love this. Where is Todd? I miss Todd. Todd, we need you. Rep Marjorie Taylor Green. Carrying a balloon. Right? Yeah. It's pretty it's funny. Carrying it's a pretty to mock fun. Biden's China response. She has to do something with all that hot air Bonnie Watson Coleman from New Jersey quipped about Green. That's so, awesome. You know, what was so horrible about um, what happened with China was that there was a balloon that the president knocked down over the coast of South Carolina, East Coast United States. It started out days earlier uh, over Alaska and the West Coast and slowly made its way across the continental United States. And we shot it down over the coast of South Carolina and then got all the rubble out, but um, what's important is why is China sending a spy balloon over the continental United States so blatantly and openly? Stephen, just, just can, you, can you include some facts with this? Yeah, just to humiliate us. That's the only reason they did it. That's that's my opinion. I don't have facts on this. I have facts on the other stuff that will be proven true as everything else I've ever said on this show. But they did it just to humiliate us because they spy on us constantly in a million different ways, in a billion different ways. We can't get away from the way they spy on us. They are our enemy. And they're, they're doing this to show the entire world and to show us citizens, you and me, that it doesn't matter what they do. They can do anything I want. And our feckless little punk president and our government is not going to do anything about it. We are China's biatch, and that's where we sit right now. And that ought to terrify everybody. For them to do what they did and for, not, for us not to take it down at the very uh, beginning of it is ridiculous. For them to let them go through our whole country like this, it's like they flew a, a fighter jet or something over us in our, in our air and was like giving us the middle finger, and that's what it is. That's what happened to us with China because we're so weak right now with Biden. Trump with all his faults, and I'm mad at Trump again. So I, I'm, I'm not like a sycophant for Trump, but with all his faults, he made sure 
that other countries would not do this to us. None of this garbage, a war, and, and then China doing the stuff they're doing to us, none of that would have happened under Trump because they were petrified of him. And everybody just laughs at the flatulence that comes out of the White House right now. It's pathetic. Okay, so if you look at the screen, and I don't know, Keith must have gotten disconnected. If you mm -hmm. look at the screen, you see this is a part of United States recovery of the spy balloon. We're getting all of it out of the water, off of the coast of South Carolina. Mm. I thought it was like George Washington and them going across the Potomac at first when you put it up here because my screen's kind of little. But that don't look like much of a boat. It doesn't look like much of anything. So, I, I, would, I, would, I don't know. So, so according to, to this, all right, okay, we got Keith back. According to this, um, NBC News reporter says U.S. military officials have said they wanted to study the 200-foot balloon that flew 60,000 feet in the air to get a better idea of its surveillance abilities and were skeptical the Chinese government was able to gather any information it didn't already have. They also said they didn't want to shoot it down when it was over the U.S. mainland for fear it could cause injuries and property damage on the ground. The military was continuing to retrieve pieces of the balloon and it's approximately 2,000 pound payload. You see that picture? 2,000 pound payload. That's 2,000 pound payload from the Atlantic Ocean yesterday. It was brought down six miles off the coast of South Carolina on Saturday by missile fire from an F-22 Raptor. Question. Yeah. Go ahead, Keith. Please, what, Keith. How, how much how much land space uh, is over Alaska? In other A words, lot coming over Alaska. How many how many people are or in Alaska? How many uh, civil? How What's much your point? I don't know. What's your point? Well, you the point. Is, yeah, thank you. The point the point is obvious. They could have shot it down over Alaska, and there was there's hardly anybody in Alaska. Well, before it got to Alaska, they knew about it then. They've known about it. They knew it was what, well, what was happening. First off, if they had a shot it down, let me ask you this, Keith. If they had a shot it down over Alaska, would they have known the intent of the Chinese military? Because the Chinese military said, hey, we have this, um, I don't know, it's a weather balloon and we kind of lost track of it and it's been floating all over the place. Um, when it was over Alaska, we didn't know it was coming over the continental United States until it did. We did. Alaska, they, they, they came into our territory, Stacey. They can't do that. When they do that with anything else, we're going to shoot it down. They What they could have done is pop the balloon maybe, or maybe they could have caught it. Maybe they could have done something. But they need to eradicate that problem because we don't need that going over sensitive areas of this country. And that's what it did. We can't have that. Montana is where we have all nukes and all kinds of stuff and new things that people don't know about. That's why they did it. We can't have them doing it. We have to take it down when we knew about it and they knew about it. It's just a, a, some guy, a, a weatherman or a reporter or somebody in Montana happened to see it. And then he put it online and then people started seeing it. The government didn't even tell us. They weren't even going to tell us because the, the, the China is, we're, we're in their back pocket. How can we be in their back pocket when 
Because your president is compromised. The president is compromised. They said and that, that President is a Trump. Fact. They said that President Trump is compromised, was compromised to with Putin. He's compromised. Who's compromised to Putin? Trump. No, uh, Trump was never compromised. Excuse me. That's why he allowed the invasion of Ukraine because he was compromised. Trump didn't allow it. Trump didn't allow Trump Ukraine. That was under Biden. Yeah. I know, but he probably knew about it ahead of time. And uh, no, he didn't. Stacy, Stacy, you're being ridiculous. No, you're being ridiculous. you know what I'm being. I think I. No, sound I don't. Like you're you. being ridiculous. I think I sound just like you. No, I they got like into. You. They making, they invaded. I'm making a statement based on no facts. Just like you don't you. believe you have a weak president, Stacy. The way he got out of Afghanistan and everything else he's done, you don't think he's weak, Stacy? Do you know about Joe Biden's son Hunter's laptop? That has oh, the president <laughs> compromised to China. Do you know any of this, Stacey? Oh, they won't tell you on the view, Stacey. They won't tell you on the view. They won't tell you on the view or MSNBC. Stacey, you got to stretch Even out. Even is talking about Hunter Biden's laptop again, Aguna. Stacey, do you know anything about it? He's they, That proves right, that they're compromised to China. Stacey, that laptop proves that the president is compromised to oh, China. Gosh. Do you not know that? It does not because we have, excuse me, we have an official, well, not an official, but it's, let me share this screen. This person says there are very high odds of war with China, a U.S. Republican warns. Michael McCall, the new chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee in the U.S. House of Representatives, says conflict with China over Taiwan may happen in 2025. Now, how could that happen if what you just said is true, Stephen? So that was one Republican that said that. So you put this thing up here that's written and we're going to take this to court and it's going to prove something. I don't know what this proves. It proves one uh, U.S. Republican warns very high odds of war in China. By 2025, who cares so, what that? So you is just said you just said Biden that, was in the pocket that, of of the that, Chinese. It's That's been proven. Said, right? It's already Wait, isn't proven. That what you just said? He is. Yes, they working so together. If he's in the yes. pocket, then yes, he wouldn't go to war with them. One Republican saying they're going to war with with China. Nobody's so going to war person, with China. You're one person. We don't have to go to war with China when our president is compromised. Excuse he me, will just let saying, them you're in. You're one person saying all the stuff you're saying. And you're Stacey, saying I haven't been wrong yet. Stacey, if I was wrong every time I opened my mouth, I would never open my mouth. I haven't been wrong, Stacey. Well, see, that's been the problem. Everything I've said has been proven to be no, correct. You, no, it hasn't. Yes, it has. No. Absolutely so, it has. Yes, absolutely not. it has. You just don't know. You don't know what I know. And that's because you don't. You don't you don't educate yourself. You okay. you're not you're not going out looking at facts. You're looking at stupid little things like this, and you think oh. that's where you get information. Oh, the hill says this, or this says hill. That's propaganda, Stacey. You're not looking for the real truth. Okay, all right. We're gonna start our round table. We're out of time. Um Keith isn't here, so I guess I'll go on to starting the round table with you. What um Steven. Um, I don't think I want to talk anymore. I don't think we want to talk anymore about um, China and the and the spy balloon. So I want to talk again about something 
um, very important homelessness, homelessness in America and what we as a people can do as Americans can do to, you know, make it so that those people who are homeless have a choice and choose not to be homeless and have some place to live. Stephen. Well, um, is it the government's responsibility to take the homeless that are homeless that are there to try to get them something? Is that is that what we're going to do? Because I never that's said that. That's not what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm asking. Is that what I'm we saying should? We as Americans have to come up with some sort of solution to give ideas and options to people who are homeless so they can choose where right. they can live. And there's people that that's don't right. want to be homeless. I understand that. And if they don't want to be homeless, do we just make it so they're not homeless? Like we do people coming up from our southern border and we're giving them $500, $1,000 a night hotels in New York. And then they don't want to get out. Do you know about that? Because they're going to have to go to a homeless shelter. And that's they don't want to do that. They came into this country illegally. They're in a, a $500 to $1,000 uh, motel or hotel. And, and they complain when they're going to get kicked out because the hotel is tired of not making any money. Stacey, okay, who are we? We're not, who, we're, who we are were we talking about American homeless and you went We're going to have more American homeless because we're letting in a million or more people through our southern border. That's going to increase homelessness throughout this country. We haven't seen anything yet, Stacey. These are facts. These are facts that are easily looked up. There's people, our borders are completely open. It hadn't been like this in 40 or 50 years, Stacey. We can't afford this in this country. There's people coming straight through the border and it's going to make homelessness everywhere in this country worse. Why aren't we doing anything about shutting down the border? We're not. Donald Trump did okay. for all his faults. All and right. I hate you just, him for a lot okay, of things. You just hijacked. You just did a big disservice to people who need homes by hijacking my point and not trying to think about a solution. I'm telling you, I'm how this service was done when they opened up the border and these people American, that are homeless. To give people, American homeless. The American homeless are not going to have a chance now because the South American homeless are going to wipe thank them out. You, but no, thank you, Stephen. Go ahead, Keith. Well, uh, you're going to get mad at me, too, because I'm going to say the same thing that Stephen just said. All yeah, right, we're out of time. She just turned around and looked at her books to see if they were really there. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Keith. Uh, I'm just saying that you know the solution to homelessness. One of the one solution. I mean, there's all kinds of people that'll offer a solution, but nobody seems to have the courage, the moral courage, to do it. Like I said, we've got to uh, we've got to deal with the border. That is a part of a solution of the homeless, because like Stephen said. You know, you can face it or not, but people who are coming over the border. Now, what's happening to those people? They're poor people. These are most of the people coming on the border are poor. There's, you see the thousands of them lined up on the outside of the border. They're poor. So they want a better life. OK, they come in and they go into the interior. And then what? Do they get jobs? Do they get uh, homes? Do they buy a house? Do they get a, an apartment? I mean, no, a lot of them do, but a lot of them don't. Some don't, okay? Maybe more people get uh, homes and get places to live than people who don't. But those who don't end up homeless, okay? Or it could be a cause of, uh, you know, taking resources away from those Americans who are becoming homeless. See, we need right. the resources, but they're taking resources away. So, you know, that has to be part of the problem because we're allowing so many people into the country illegally.
that has to be part of the problem. I just said part of it. Now, uh, another thing, I, I the only thing I can do is basically pray for them. And uh, I can help those who I can help by maybe giving them a handout. But what, what good would that do for tomorrow or the next day or the next day? So I best thing I can do is give them Jesus. I'm going to be able to preach the gospel to them. I will talk to them about the Lord and his salvation, his plan. And hopefully right. that will get them into a mindset where God can help them. That's the best right. thing. I, so I'm right answering on. your question. All right. Thank you to our first responders in our community and our communities. Thank you. You make our lives livable to the women and men of the U.S. military for all that you do and sacrificing your lives so that we are free to say whatever we choose on this show. We are forever, forever, forever indebted. On behalf of Aguna, the Nigerian moderate Republican, Keith, the constitutional conservative, Stephen, the independent thinker, and my cousin Todd. I'm Stacy Johnson. Let's keep this conversation going on Instagram. Check us out. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube at Sporlitics. Check out our Instagram page. Check us out on Twitter, Twitch, um, and Stephanie Stallworth's The Flow Television Network. We'll see you next week. Good night.